0: All right, guys. Tuesday's episode. I will tell you right off the bat. I don't care about cards for the first two minutes, and I am not happy. I moved out of Boston to avoid the nonsense with snowfall. I wake up today to two inches, which sounds like nothing. But I will tell you right now, in Nashville, two inches. First of all, it's solid ice. You can't do anything with it at all. I don't care. If okay. You
1: to be fair, this early. is this yeah. is an apocalypse for us. You you don't get that. As a, a native Nashvilleian,
0: this is not good. I'm telling you right now, I am actually team Nashville in this one. All these buffoons on social because I said, oh, you know, shipping, everything shut down. Dude, we got 25 inches up here. Yeah, I used to get two <laughs> feet of snow in Boston, too, and it wasn't that big of a deal. This is two inches of straight ice. You can do nothing on ice. The rednecks around here with their four-wheel drive trucks, <laughs> all four wheels just spin. Nothing happens on ice. i tell you what else doesn't happen when there's ice on the ground. My two puppies... Two greatest dogs oh, in the Lord. world, Brady and Griffey, take oh, forever God. to go to the bathroom. I'm standing out there getting soaked, waiting for these two things to pee in the snow. They're eating snow. They're shoving their heads in snow. They're licking salt. <laughs> they don't do anything productive. That's I where love I'm how today. we're starting the show this, it's 15 this is 15 degrees. Great. It's Nashville. I moved here to get away. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was awesome. I had school days off. I am not happy. Sure. I'm sure you have something prepared for your big picture. This is time for you to contribute. Let's go. See the positive vibes? Notice I've been nice
2: to you, though. Let's rock and roll.
0: Let's
1: Let's do
2: it. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So, when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com. To try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions all apply. See website for details.
0: Super Bowl drop off surge. What's going on? Also, my headphones are echoing like crazy. I'm Dang smashing it. these in the snowfall outside, just so you know. I'm going to ask the ringer and Spotify to send me your headphones because I'm going to break them. Uh, Yeah, Super Bowl. So so we talked about this a little bit. Uh, Brady stuff climbing, Mahomes stuff dropping. Wanted to see kind of what that was. We're going to just focus on those two. We had Indy the intern do some research this week. Uh, Now that there's actual comps, obviously the day after the Super Bowl, Brady stuff went went crazy, but I wanted to see a, a few sales to see what they were doing. And then Mahomes, too. I hope people aren't panicking and selling Mahomes. I mean, I don't mind if you're selling him for a discount from where he was pregame. Uh, so we've got a few different prices. I think you've got for Mahomes, opt, so all 2017 rookie stuff. And we went yep. to PSA 10 just to keep. Otherwise, you start messing with condition. Prices are tough to find. But just to give people an idea, Mahomes, I think you have on your sheet optic and prism. I did not yes. look at these numbers, though. So I am heavily relying on you for your knowledge today. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that for the guys who've
1: been listening the last few episodes, these are not made up because you can check them yourself. You did call a 20% drop, and that's almost exactly what this is from a So let's start, yeah, from home. So, so optic talk to me PSA about his 10. Optic. Yep. So, this is the 10. It, before the Super Bowl, you were looking at comps around 2.3, 2.7, 2.9.
0: Those were the basically so the 20, last three. So, 2,500 ish on average. There you go. So I sold mine for 2,300, both of them. The, that Friday we made the show before the Super Bowl, so I could exile. Just exorcist all Mahomes stuff from my house, so I did okay. Did you say exorcist? Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word. but That's no, that's right. I, no, I want to it. expel, expel <laughs> the Mahomes from the house. Oh, uh, goodness.
1: all right. So Indy, he got these. These are the comps like at six thirty, like right before the games uh, started. Okay. So this is so twenty
0: five hundred average.
1: Now that things have settled down, prices are at one point eight to two thousand dollars. So, so
0: nineteen hundred average. Yeah, yeah, so 20%. Okay. Yes, that's what I'll I mean. be honest. So if you want to sell Mahomes, so that's for the Optic. If you're selling Mahomes' Optic at nineteen, eighteen to 1900 bucks, I don't think that's yep. a terrible play right now. I think those prices are going to hold for at least another month, maybe even two, before we start seeing guys ramp up with off-season activities. You'll start hearing trade rumors for different teams, and just NFL talk in general will heat up. So I don't think you're terrible. If you're looking for like, hey, I need money to invest in baseball or something else that's thriving, basketball uh, right now, I'm okay with yeah. Mahomes, I think, is a sell eighteen to two thousand. Then for optic PSA tens, twenty percent drop. That's not terrible. Yeah. and What's the, same, the prism
1: doing? Before we go to prism, the same thing for the nines too. If if you're looking for a cheaper buy, twenty percent. It went from a thousand down to about eight hundred. So
0: I don't love. I'll be honest with you. I don't love a nine at that price. I'll say that. I don't. I don't think a nine. That's that's two point two. Well, it, yeah. It is it's less like, than a what, 10? half percent? Yeah. Yeah. Or half a. I just prefer yeah. the PSA ten. I like it better. All right. What's the uh, right. prism doing? Because
1: prism a big one. PSA 10, right before Super Bowl, we were getting comps at 15 to 15.3. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. Right after, well, not right after a few days, 11.7. So 11.7, 11.8. So 11,700.
0: So you're talking, yeah, again, 18% ish. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Man, I want to get a calculator out. You're getting 18%. I'm making these numbers up, dude. (laughs) I don't know. I knew it was in the ballpark. So I will say this I got offered a Prism 2017 Pat Mahomes Prism. PSA 10 for 9,500 today. After hearing those stats, I might buy that. I don't think they're going to fall much lower than that. And I think football is going to ramp up in another two months when people will actively start, you know, hey, we've got the draft coming up, different activities. It'll start ramping up. What did my boy Tom do? Because Tom, you Tommy. were with me the next day. Tom rookie stuff went crazy the next day. <laughs> I have a feeling some of that was just nostalgia from the seventh win. Uh, what do we have on there for cards? What's the? Well, I just want the top one. All right, top one is the Bowman Chrome PSA
1: 10 is what we're looking at here. So those were doing about 20 before the game. Exactly, yeah. So between 20, there was one that sold for 21, but yeah. So two Um, days
0: after, let me just add context. Two days after the game, we had Gary V on that Tuesday. They were doing 30, 28 to 30. Have they stayed or have they come back down?
1: Still at 30. Still 30, Yeah, 30. There was a 28 that got mixed in there, but two other 30s. That's pretty
0: solid. Yeah, and man, that's the, the card, fact too. That we it said hasn't like fallen. Yeah, and so like with LeBron PSA 10 tops chrome, which is comparable to this card doing 40, 45 now. Brady, I think there's still a little bit of room for growth of that long term. We've been getting a few of those guys too, like the hedge fund, Wall Street guys reaching out. I wouldn't I, I have some, so I'm not gonna buy any more, but I would say this if you're coming in with money, like hey, I want a safe play, I don't want to have to manage the market every week to to worry about it. I think the Bowman Chrome, 2000 Bowman Chrome Tom's Tom Brady PSA 10. At twenty-eight to thirty grand, I don't think you're losing money on that. Uh, all right, yep. so we were kind of right then. About 20% drop from the homes. I did not think Brady would stay this hot. Uh, that's a huge bump, and he stayed there, which is pretty good. So, good. Sell me yep. all your Tom stuff. That's what I'll tell you. Dump everything, Tom <laughs> Brady. Just sell it to a little man named Mike. Uh, one other thing I didn't put on your sheet, but it happened last night, so it's important. We're filming this Monday. We're recording. So, Sunday night, uh, Anthony Davis got injured. It's his Achilles. It doesn't look like it's season-ending, but it is going to be a few weeks. And people were already like, oh, what's LeBron going to do without his Robin? D- Anthony Davis was carrying the team. First of all, people are so irrational with the hatred of LeBron. It's just funny. I don't like the guy by any means, but he's bo- uh, not even close. Can to you best-
1: explain that? Every Last time you said you didn't like it, there were so many people who were like, what do you mean you don't like it? Like, what does that mean?
0: You yeah, don't like the way he fun- plays or what? I don't like a guy who changes teams 37 times in his career. Uh, I don't like that he whines to the officials as much as he does. But a, a lot of those things, though, quite frankly, are more just the problem I have with the game today. There are no Kobe's left, for the most part, who are just staying with their one team for 20 years. Everybody complains to the refs. LeBron does flop like a maniac. I will say that. <laughs> he actually got fined by the league yesterday. I think he's only the third or fourth guy this season who's been fined by the league. Him and Kuzma both. I have no—I don't care what he does off the court. I know people get riled up about his off-the-court stuff. And people also interpret that wrong. I'm not saying he's right or wrong, political views, social justice things. I just don't care. I'm not involved in that at all. I'm just telling you, by and large, there's a reason the guy won a championship and didn't get a bump in his hobby value, because people in the hobby, obviously, that they got annoyed by it. Again, I don't care what your opinion is, left, right, whatever. I'm I totally neutral. Do not care. I'm just telling you the facts. Look at the guy's numbers. Now, having said that, the market is so much stronger now. His pricing has started to steadily increase. I honestly think AD being out is just going to remind people how good LeBron still is. That's not a great team without AD. I think they're going to just keep rolling out west. He'll be back in time for the playoffs. I don't think this does anything but bolster LeBron stuff. Um, and like I said too, the other stuff off the court, I don't know. I just don't care. I don't look to athletes to like advise me on what I'm supposed to think and feel about real <laughs> issues. Like, I, and I'm not saying he, hey, shut up and dribble. I don't. You can have an opinion too. I don't care what you do. I I collect and buy and flip baseball cards. Like I don't, I don't care what your opinion is of other things. Honestly,
1: keep saying I mean, what you I don't say. I care
0: what you think, Mike. Well, that's different. You're my friend. Uh-huh. But yeah, but the Anthony Davis thing is is interesting. I mean, I, depending on how long he's out, I mean, I don't think the Lakers really care, and I still think they win it all again this year. So there you go. There Short, you go. sweet intro. What do we got Mikey's next? Mikey's take. What cute segment is next? Mikey's we're going to do Mikey's take. We're going to do a little buy-sell mixed in, though. Yeah, because the topic this week is is the vintage market. We've had a ton of guys reach out about the, and we are trying to. Some people this week were whining, you know, do, do you actually pay attention to what people want to hear about? There's not that many of you people listening, so yes, we pay attention. <laughs> but people have so asked, like, hey, wh- where do you stand with vi- – it's more than seven people. We're up to double digits. Get it like, straight. It's like 14. Um, people have said, they're like, hey, what's the deal with vintage? Vintage was huge. Growing up, you don't ever talk about vintage. I don't know a ton about the vintage market, so that's why I don't talk about it. I've slowly been getting more involved because I've, I've always said vintage is very safe. It's like real estate was back in the day, just a steady five to ten percent growth over time. It just seems like it's never coming down. Especially vintage baseball. Um, when it comes to vintage baseball, just like anything else, I if I'm going to buy it, I prefer to stick with rookies. I picked up the Willie Mays PSA six rookie last week, uh, which was nice. A PSA four that is not centered as nicely as mine, which is a PSA six, sold for almost eighteen thousand last night. That means that PSA six I think is going to hit fifty to sixty grand in the next couple of weeks, the next time one goes off. Um, I would like to point this out, too. Like,
1: just in the last few weeks, I feel like vintage, everyone, it's like crazy. vintage wasn't a thing. And then all of a sudden, vintage is the buy. And you now comps yep. are just doubling and tripling. It's it's insane.
0: Yeah, so a PSA 6 Willie Mays, that same card, a PSA 4 did 18,000 last night. A PSA 6, like two months ago, did 12,000. Yeah. So, yeah, the, and a lot of it is, too, guys like me. I, I I kind of agree with the whole Gary V thing of like the new stuff is overpopulated I pick and choose my spots with it although I'm still heavily invested when I'm gonna buy big pieces like that I want them to be big unique pieces that if I'm stuck with because I can't sell them I'm fine with it A Willie Mays rookie sitting at the bank is not is not gonna is not hurting my feelings like I'm good with <laughs> Willie Mays stuff I prefer to stick to rookie and second year stuff I just think it's always going to have that premium I only buy graded. Um, PSA and SGC even uh, we always talk just PSA and Beckett. When it comes to vintage stuff, especially SGC is a strong resale market so I'm good with it. Um, you know we this is another thing too. I, it, it's funny people don't even listen that long. I don't have that many listeners either on the show yet. but it's amazing <laughs> to me people are like oh all he does is talk about buying and selling and he's very morbid with the vintage <laughs> market. I'm not trying to be morbid. I just I'm, I don't have my head in the clouds when a, when a legend of a game dies, His market jumps. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't make that up. That's just what it does. Hank Aaron stuff went through the roof absolutely insane when he died. Willie Mays, Sandy Koufax, older guys like that who are living legends, when they die, their stuff is going to bump. I'm not saying that because I wish something bad on these people, but I just – this viewpoint of, like, you shouldn't profit off that, I'm not going to go over and shoot somebody so his rookie card (laughs) goes up in value. But if the guy dies at a happy, healthy old age, like, what am I supposed – to? Again, that's just a smart play to me. So when it comes to the buy-sell, and I'm going to say this. Jesse's going to do buy-sell right now. Everything on this list is a buy. I don't think you can go wrong with any of these guys as a buy. So instead of it being buy-sell, it's going to go 1 through 10. If I think it's a great buy, it's a 10 this week. If I think it's a meh, you're not going to lose money, but there's better money to be spent, it'll be a 1. But everybody on Jesse's list, because it's all vintage stuff, is a buy. So Jesse, let's just jump right H- Hit me with the, with the buy-sell. Number one, Willie Mays. Vintage buy-sell. Willie Mays to me. So I was a 10 a couple weeks ago. His stuff has started jumping big time. I still think there's a huge market there because I think, again, he's going to pass. People are starting to see how great he was statistically overall. And more people are just paying attention to that market. So I think Willie Mays is like an 8 on the buy scale. 8 out of 10. Strong buy. All right. Ted Williams. Uh, This paint. I think you put this one on purpose. Ted Williams has... I would argue the greatest hitter baseball's ever seen. He has never had any respect in the hobby market. His stuff sells okay, but as good and as dominant as he was, almost no market for him. His market has jumped some, but honestly, I don't think anything's going to affect Ted Williams that much. A three, like I don't think you're going to lose money on nice Williams stuff, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't tie up much with it. And it pains <laughs> me to say it, the greatest hitter of all time, by the way, Sandy Koufax. Sandy's in the Willie Mays class, so he's a pitcher, which I don't love. LA market though, huge. You know, Dodgers fans relate with him still. Uh his rookie is the 1955 card. I picked up that PSA 5 last week in the weekly pickups for like 2 grand. That's stupid cheap to me. I think I think he's a 10. He he hasn't jumped like Mays has yet. Again, he's still living so there's going to be that bump when he goes. Um, so 55 and the nice thing about Sandy Koufax, if you can't afford the 55, second year card just happens to be one of the most iconic sets of all time, the 56. I love the 56 of Koufax, Mantle. Excuse me, Koufax and Mays. I'm a 10 on Koufax. I think he's actually, or I'm going to go 9. There's a couple other guys I saw. I cheated this week and looked. There's a couple other guys I'm higher on, but I'll give Koufax a 9. All right. Nolan Ryan. You remember Nolan Ryan? Yes. I I know
1: Nolan. I know all of these so far. I feel really good
0: about myself. You're doing great this week. I tell you, it's all this positive energy coming from my side of the screen. (laughs) Rock and roll. Uh, You haven't contributed anything yet, but you're doing great. Wait till count? Jesse's take. You're not even there yet. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> Nolan Ryan again. I think his rookie card was 68 or 69. Um, I should know that, but I don't. You could Google that if you want to. In the next couple seconds while I'm talking, I'd rather make you look. That, you can be. That's fine. Oh, that's already. It's already happened. Because trust <laughs> me, anybody who's in the vintage market is like, we don't anybody under 60. No opinion on vintage matters. Nolan
1: uh, Ryan Nolan,
0: 68. 68. So that's a dual card. It's not just him. He's on there with another guy. So his first solo card was 69. And then in 1970, which we're actually going to talk about is 1970 and straight cash homie. I think Nolan Ryan's a big buy as well. Again, I don't love that he's a pitcher, but he's iconic. Everybody knows Nolan Ryan. Who knows anything about the game? Uh, you know, price point, too, because he, his rookie year is in the late 60s, as opposed to Mays and Koufax. You can get him a lot cheaper compared to those guys. I think Nolan Ryan's a good buy, like a seven or an eight. A uh, strong buy on Nolan. Yeah. OK, uh, Pete Rose, a lot of baseball I'm noticing here. We're going straight. Yeah. A lot of base because vintage baseball guys want to talk about it. Pete Rose is interesting, man. I think eventually still the all time hits leader. One of the greatest hitters the game's ever seen. Uh, So I don't know if you know the Pete Rose thing, blacklisted from the hall of fame because he bet on baseball. Although having said that he's admitted, he only bet on his own team. I'm not really sure what type of a competitive advantage you're giving away. If you're betting on yourself to win, but whatever. Uh, Does he ever get in the hall of fame? I only think he gets in the hall of fame after he dies. Which I think if that happens would be an insane bump to his market. The guy dies and then he gets into the Hall of Fame, which has been decades in the making. The only trouble with that is I don't see it happening anytime soon. So I think there's long term value there. Again, all these guys are a buy. Pete Rose, I'd go like a five. He's like a Man. riskier
1: bet in case he doesn't. I mean, there's get no in.
0: no risk. I just think there's better money spent. I don't think again, I don't think you're losing though on this guy's stuff.
1: Okay. Johnny Bench.
0: Okay, we found one I'm not familiar with. So, Johnny Bench, greatest ca- Most people would argue the greatest catcher of all time. Played for the, the big red machine, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, you know, Bench is kind of another one of those guys that better than his market reflects. I don't think you're ever going to lose money on Bench. I'd go like a three, though. I don't, I don't think you're doing a whole lot with him. Mickey Mandel. I feel like you can't go wrong with Mickey Mantle stuff. Uh, The only caveat I'll say there is if you're going to get in the Mantle market, I would go 50s only, and I would go higher grade, 6 or above. Because if you've got money for a Mantle, I'd say spend real money on Mantle. History proves that guy just no matter what, his stuff does not go down. So I think he's a good buy, 50s only, mid to high grade, uh, like a 6.5. Pretty strong buy.
1: 6.5. Wow. Okay. We're getting
0: specific. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Oh, 10. Jim Brown, the greatest running back of all time. I mean, dude was putting up 16-game stats when they were playing 10- and 12-game seasons. Jim Brown's rookie's in 1958. You can still get a PSA 5 for like two. I think they've jumped recently, maybe 2,500. That is obscenely low because football vintage gets no respect, not like it should. I am a huge buy on Jim Brown. Anything Jim Brown from 58, which is a rookie, even 59, I wouldn't go too much past that because, again, the vintage football market is not crazy strong, but I'm a 10. Jim Brown's a, a, a pop culture guy, social justice very involved there. Obviously, an all-time great on the field, and and again, his value for what it should be, not even close. So I'm in all. I mean, just to put in perspective, a PSA six Jim Brown, you can probably get a rookie for like I don't know four to five thousand still. Willie Mays PSA six is forty thousand to fifty thousand. Yeah, uh, ten. Yeah. Jim Brown's an a- absolutely awesome buy. All right. Wow. Okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I talked about this week on Twitter. His card is the 1969 Tops. It's a tall boy, so it's a couple inches taller than normal. It's that big. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like look, that big. Did you guys see it on the it, video? It looks like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a huge card. It's an oversized card. They only made him a few years. Traditional vintage guys were always weird about anything not regular size. Like the Joe Namath rookie is the one that kind of passed that test, but Kareem never has. I would argue Kareem is the second greatest basketball player of all time. Worst case, you can put him third. Guy was unbelievable. Played in the L.A. market. Rookie in the 60s. So, again, anything pre-70 kind of gets that nostalgic bump for vintage. I just bought his PSA 5 for, I mean, what I thought was nothing. It's in the weekly pickup section. $3,900 for PSA 5. One went off at auction last night for $4,150. I think Kareem is grossly underpriced. And I just think a lot of new guys coming in, if you're looking at vintage basketball, I don't I don't care about the super or not superstition but the tradition of hey it's a big card it doesn't fit in at all. who cares like these new guys myself included I don't care that it's not a normal size card I I think he's an absolute 10 not only a 69 but his 70 and 71 cuz then you've got the first normal size card of him uh action shot with the Lakers I'd buy it all I think he's a well- 10 and two,
1: like when you talk about normal sized cards, like it's all going into a PSA holder, which is the same size, isn't it? Or is no, this a so different the PSA, PSA holder
0: for Kareem is is about double the size of a normal card because the card oh, really? itself is so much bigger. The holder is way bigger. But I don't, I don't care. Display the thing. So yeah, uh, yeah. A all lot right. Ten. Walter Payton. Yeah, we bought the Payton last week too. That rookie. The only thing with Walter is I don't know what the next huge thing that's going to happen where he bumps, but he is undervalued. Again, Jim Brown, Walter Payton, take your pick. One of them's the best of all time. The other one's probably number two. 1978 rookie, I believe, maybe 76. He's 76, I'm sorry. For a couple thousand dollars, which again, I know for some guys, that's a ton of money. For a lot of the listeners who have reached out, though, a couple thousand bucks is not out of the realm. I think a Walter Payton PSA 8 you can get for a couple grand. PSA nine, I don't know the market on, but honestly, I think Peyton rookie stuff's a buy. I wouldn't buy anything else Peyton though, rookie or nothing for Walter. But I think there's money to be made with his rookie stuff. I'd go like eight, strong buy.
1: Would you say in a lot of these cases too? Before we get to our last one, that if we're if there's a buyer who doesn't have as much, they don't have two grand, but they've got a few hundred lower grade would be a, would it be a safe
0: investment? Just go lower grade. Yeah, like again, I don't know the market on a Walter Peyton PSA four, but I bet it's only a few hundred bucks. And you can get a four that looks decent. You know, Jim Brown, you're not going to find one for real cheap. I mean, if a PSA four is new, I mean, you might find a PSA two, but at that point, a card's pretty beat up. But Walter Payton, you can find a decent one. Kareem, you can definitely find one. A PSA two is probably a thousand bucks. And even a lot of the guys on the baseball side, you can find, if not rookie, lower grade second year stuff for a few hundred bucks for almost every one of them aside from Mantle. Mantle's mark is nuts. But yeah, just get a lower grade card.
1: Last one. Gretzky. You know Gretzky. Oh, that's yeah, only... Gretzky. Is there another hockey player other than Gretzky? I don't know. Not that you know. That's, that's not sure. You. Yeah. You're
0: quite the hockey player, right? Aren't you a hockey player? Oh,
1: fan? go Nashville Preds. Woo hoo ah Go... I don't know what the... T- woo hoo ah I don't is know. That the, is, that we, a, is that yeah, our thing?
0: It's not anybody's thing. I tell you Could right be. now, that is no way. It ways. will be now. Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Your face is going... <laughs> It's good. Do that again. I, you know what? I'm going to see if Corey can cut that clip up. Just I just want that face plastered in everything we do. I am excited. That's how we're going to draw Please the listeners. Gretzky's stuff has gone absolutely crazy the last couple months. Again, I picked up his rookie this week. Um, I'm like a five. I, I don't think you're losing because he's unbelievable, awesome. I don't know how much more it grew. I think I would spend my money on some of the other guys. So, again, five. Goodbye. But isn't
1: Gretzky super low pop?
0: Yeah. It, but he's also got the two he's got the tops and the Opichi. you got to be careful because someone said hey there's a tops PSA seven I just bought mine for 80 uh pop 8450 I bought my PSA seven it's Opichi, different brand way lower pop so somebody said hey I just saw your post I got a guy who wants to sell me a PSA seven for seven grand a PSA seven tops is not worth that you have to be careful with Gretzky just like anything else do your research check comps 130..com or eBay whatever you want to use by the way, when are those people going to start paying us? I feel like I, I say 130.com, like fifty seven <laughs> times a, a show. Yep. So uh, Gretzky, I'm a five. If you're like a hockey guy though, which apparently there are a lot of those, I didn't realize the hockey audience was that vocal. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're in good shape with a Gretzky. I also think Bobby Orr, who's not on the list, is a good buy. Bobby Orr, way overlooked, one of the all time greats, and he's a Bruin. So go Bears.
2: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important. Get your oil change, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
3: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com.
2: I forgot to I'm ask g- you this. You have something I'm to say? I'm going to
0: okay, take. i Let's hear it. Okay, hey guys. I, ne- uh, next on the segment today, <laughs> we're going to go with Jesse's take of the week. Take it away, Jesse uh, okay. Let uh, me, let me, what's let, let noise? me, let me, let get started here
1: face. with bringing you a little new.
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah,
1: nailed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the sports world's going insane right now, obviously, but. What's different is that now we're seeing big news outlets starting to pick up on this. We saw a really interesting articles from CNN the other week uh, or just last week. There was also one from Forbes that I just got passed along from my father. Mark, dad, thank you. Um, this is interesting because. eBay is giving out stats that I had no idea about. Let me ask you, what do you think? Was Did the you get my biggest- picture
0: on Facebook Messenger? Yes, I did. But that was okay. not this. This was not this, though. This was Sorry, something go separate. God, Mike. All right. I was doing so good not interrupting, too. You gave your dad a shout out. I didn't say a word about it. Dad, uh, but- I tried. Okay.
1: What do you think the biggest sport on eBay that uh, grew, the biggest growth sport in eBay uh, card sales I sent 2020? you this
0: graphic, so I know what it is. What do you think it is? What do you mean I think? I know it's what, soccer. What do you... I sent you the graphic, donkey. I didn't see that.
1: I didn't see that. graphic. <laughs> I, se- I sent no. you the graphic.
0: Yeah, I just I asked did. you if you did you, you see the picture send me of graphics at 1 a.m. I don't look at those. So anyways, it's soccer. Oh, is Who it? Let me, have... let me, I'm going to pull a number out of the air. I'm going to say <laughs> the soccer market on eBay was up like, I don't know. So let's just go crazy. 1,500 percent. You know what? 1,583. Yeah, it
1: was 1,586. The you, was you're close. the donkey. You're the donkey. All right. So it
0: was 1,586. <laughs> I'm so, glad we're talking. I want to talk about this. Soccer sales are up on eBay, fifteen hundred and eighty percent from the previous year in, and in we soccer singles, right?
1: And we don't talk soccer, but <clears throat> and we won't. We but obviously we should be fifteen hundred eighty six percent bigger um, than any other sports growth on eBay. The next biggest was basketball, but three hundred seventy three percent. So that's a, strong. That's five times bigger than the next biggest. So.
0: Crazy numbers. Football um, should be up, though, right?
1: Football. It didn't show where it was, but it was not in the top two. I'll tell you that much. Really? Um, in fact, the top players. You baseball on there. What the? No. Oh yeah. Stop you get asking up. me questions. I don't. I don't have those things. If I had them, I would tell you what they were. Ugh. it does talk about your Gretzky <laughs> Opiju card, though. Alright. So, what's really interesting is that. Soccer is going where it is. Um, that being said, I looked up a few comps and maybe some possible buys for you. Uh, now you're gonna have to bear with me. You think I don't know how to pronounce basketball players' names? There's no way I'm pronouncing these correctly, so this is I'm gonna getting, just getting cut anyways.
0: So this about. is Messi
1: and Ronaldo. I think yeah, I'm gonna
0: Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep, yes. So,
1: Messi, there is some potential. For a few thousand dollars. I mean, they, I couldn't find his PSA fours for his rookie card. The one that's considered his rookie is the Mega Cracks, the 2004, 2005 Panini Mega Cracks. Um, This is dangerously low pop. There's only 228 in existence for this famous and popular of a person. PSA 4, stop laughing. <laughs> just, oh,
0: what's, what's dangerous about Dangerously I, low just means like you are going to pay an arm and a I, leg for this. I know what it means. I don't know what's dangerous. About. <laughs> like, if you don't get this card, you're going to be in danger. It's, it's his fine. middle name's is Danger. You're doing I, great. PSA 4. <laughs>
1: I am so done. PSA 4, I'm going to tell you $3,500. That's the cheapest you can get this, this rookie card. I, I don't see... What the deal is. Apparently, everyone else in the world knows why soccer is popular and great, but uh we're just catching on. Obviously, this is gonna be a place to buy because guess what? These cards have exploded just recently, and I think there's still some opportunities to buy. The let's just put it in perspective. Uh, the fifth the PSA six of Messi, it's fourteen thousand dollars today. Two weeks ago, it was going for 9k. Uh, the same Sheesh. thing. Same thing goes for uh, Ronaldo. He has dangerously low pop. Uh, (laughs) He only has four under PSA. He's got a few more under BGS. Um, But under PSA, he's got a 10 that three months ago sold for 50K. It is now being auctioned off for six hundred thousand dollars. So you're telling me there's some money in soccer. I'm saying there's some money in soccer cards. We'll have to dive in deeper, find some actual buys that people can afford.
0: Okay, But it is something I think people should be keeping an eye on, talk a little bit more about. Hey, real quick. So here's the thing. This is the stat from the Industry Summit. So global trading card sales in 2020 grew by 162% with more than 4 million cards sold on eBay. So in 2020, card sales across the market, 162% growth. Soccer, like you said, 1,586% jump. Basketball, 373. This is surprising. Hockey, 258. Football, 168. And oh no, look what's last, like we've been saying forever, because baseball has been super slow lately. Baseball, plus 73%. Although I think this baseball's a good time to buy it right now. Uh, top sale in the sports card category was a 2000 Tom Brady Contenders rookie card. PSA 10, auto grade 10. $550, $555,000 and change. Not cheap. No. So across the board, up 162%, soccer, crazy high, basketball, and hockey as well. So
1: You know, the other stat I found really interesting is because we keep getting a lot of messages from Australia, from guys in Australia, and yeah. that's where the biggest growth is. 379%. Next biggest, China.
0: I Some mean, we dude heard... on Instagram is a famous soccer player. I forget his name, though. He was messaging. Oh, yeah, day. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah we got to figure out his name. We'll give him a shout-out. Yeah, whoops. There's a shout-out. Some guy in Australia <laughs> plays soccer. Guy in Australia. Awesome. Next, All right. next week, Pikachu. Keep there you going.
0: go. Let's do your favorite segment. Straight Cash, homie. My brother called me last week and did that. And Man, I was not he? pleased. Why not? He gave you credit. He was like, Straight Cash, People ooh. love it. Because I hate it. No. Russ <laughs> loves it. Stop being mean. All right. I went vintage just to kind of stay on point with the show this week. Vintage. One super high end. I'm still going to buy him. The 1969 Kareem rookie. PSA 5 does four grand. I think it's a great buy. Four grand's is a lot of money for some people, not so much for other people. I think if you have that kind of money, Kareem 1969 tops PSA 5 rookie is an awesome buy. There's not a ton out there on eBay, but there's some around. I think it's a good buy. Kareem in general. Uh, much lower end than that, 1970 tops Nolan Ryan PSA 6. That would be his third year, only his second year solo card though. It's running at like 275 to 300 bucks. Again, just kind of to give the vintage guys a bone here, 1970 Nolan Ryan PSA six for 300 less, I think is a good buy. And then a little bit of wax 2021 tops series one hobby boxes are going on eBay for like 125 bucks. But you look at what Joe Adele, uh, Alec bomb, there's a ton of awesome. It's actually a loaded rookie and prospect class this year for 125 bucks. I think you get a bunch of good rookies. You may hit a good, a big autograph too, which is kind of a bonus. Uh, but for the guys who kind of ask us, what's a decent product for me and my kid to rip? I don't want to have 500 bucks to spend, and I don't want to get smoked on it. For 125 135 bucks, 2021 top Series 1 baseball. A lot of good rookies. Plus, you're going to see all these kids on the field this year, so I like that one. Do you have a straight cash homie pick or no? i got a straight cash homie pick. Oh, I you mean, not excited I, about it.
1: Good. I, awesome. It, this is, again, I feel like you're going to steamroll me like the last time. Wrestling. Phil Mickelson. Golf. I went. Uh, you know the what? lefty. Okay. I'm just leaning into it. People are like, "Dude, he doesn't know
0: who Tracy McGrady is. He's punking us." I you know, know what? what? The, Big deal. What is the deal with people? I, I, I people I'm going to say this. Like that. I, I, I'm going to say this I, every show too. Jesse doesn't know sports. We just they missed the to, first
1: episode. They don't understand. Yeah, it. that's Yeah, Jesse a thing.
0: doesn't know sports. <laughs> we just have a good back and forth. And I think everybody who's reaching out to. Hey, I know more than that guy. Have me on the show. <laughs> you're probably a drip. I don't want to have you on the show. Plus, if I make fun <laughs> of you. You're going to pout about it. So no. Yeah, just I, I did cry about it, but it's not on camera, and the, that's where the a money is. You have the decency to cry privately in your bedroom, at least. <laughs> Good.
1: All right, Phil All Nicholson. Phil Nicholson. All Specific? right. Specific. This is for those who can't afford the four thousand, the three hundred, the oh, five hundred thousand. Rinaldi. Good. Uh I like this. So this is a very low pop. His two thousand two Upper Deck golf is considered his rookie card. Okay. This is not. Con- this isn't the silver or gold. This is just the base card. There's 514 of them the the PSA 10 is currently selling for one hundred and eighty dollars as of two weeks ago. Hmm. Um, these have been jumping in value, not significantly, like not from like 20 to one hundred and eighty dollars, but, but steady growth. But they have been steady growth over the last few months. And I think this is going to be one of the next areas to pop. Uh, okay. The same thing with Tiger stuff. Granted, his is still high, but. He just has a much higher pop, so it's kind of hard to to
0: tell. And he's he's in a league of his own as a phenom. I mean, he's a totally different animal. But
1: but that's what I mean. Like he is. Like when people think golf, they think Tiger Woods. And so, granted, he's got twenty one thousand in his rookie card uh, total pop, and they're going for like nine hundred bucks. But a week ago, they
0: were going for seven hundred bucks.
1: You know, so maybe some growth there too. There is a climb going
0: on in golf. Okay, I like it. There you uh, go. We only have one question this week in the mailbag.
1: But well, we had a H-G-A. bunch. I just don't have time to get to it. Yeah, we, I was about to say we've got a we lot of only. Really,
0: you know what we need is a third show. A 15, 20 minute show, middle of the week, nothing a mailbag, but that's
1: okay. Let us know what you guys would think.
0: I mean, I would don't. I don't care. Oh, yeah, or but don't are do questions? anyway. Yeah, I just want to know if what, Bill I says says what, it's okay. We'll do I was do gonna it. say I want to know what the boss thinks. <laughs> I don't really care what the people I mean, I
1: care, but yeah, sure. All right. HGA. Um actually I have this exact question that was was posed. The new grading company HGA. This is from Chris Torres on Facebook. Uh, The new grading company HGA, their approach to grading only accepting limited amount of cards each week Mm -hmm. and their impact on PSA BGS.
0: I guess that's a question. Can you. Yes. We talked about this a little last week. I I don't think it has any immediate impact. Um, I I think a lot of guys are going to refrain from having anything to do with them just because it's new. People hate change in this market to a degree. PSA is established. BGS is established. Um, I like the look of the holder. I think kind of where we're at last week, though. Um, but now it's like, are they going to start pulling business away? I'm not sending to them. Most people I know are not sending real money. The other question I have, and maybe – and I haven't done a ton of research, although they are in Tennessee. If somebody wants to reach out from them and come on here and talk for three minutes, if they're entertaining, they can come. Um <laughs> They may not be. I don't know. They're boring. I don't really need you to come on here and talk about a boring subject. But BG. But if you have something interesting to say, you can reach out. And by the way, people on Twitter who are like, oh, just get this guy on. Reach out. I'm not going to sing and dance with some guy from some startup company. I, I'm a startup myself. If I'm going to sing and dance with people, I want to be big people in the industry. Having said that, this guy, if, if you work for HGA, you're the owner or whatever, I don't know if they have a president of the company, whatever. If you want to come on and talk for a few minutes, I'd be interested to see the approach. I haven't seen anything not graded at 9.5 or higher. um also their their tens or whatever like their flawless card to me looks like a child wrote on it with a crayon i hate the flawless holder it just it says flawless it looks goofy i am not a fan aesthetically big word for you um and i'm also not going to tie money up in a new grading company because i have no idea how long it takes for this thing to have an established market you know the other thing too people have asked recently even about like sgc are they going to start getting a bump because psa and bgs are so backed up and charging more SGC is just as backed up. If I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait for one of the big boys so I can get my stuff back and make a premium on it. So long term, I guess maybe. I would have to see like what kind of operation is it. I think they're using uh, computers to do their grading, which is supposed to speed up the process. Uh, I mean, maybe. I, I haven't heard bad things. I'll say this. Uh, a couple of my buddies got cards back that had the wrong label on them and the company was like awesome about it actually it was a good Ooh. thing it was a, it was a bad thing that happened but they responded immediately took care of them that's two guys i know for sure i'm sure it's happened to others everything i've heard is that their customer service has been awesome so i mean that's a good thing you know but as far as anything else goes i just why, why do it right now like i'm going to i'm going to let other people waste their time and money on it first if it turns out to be something i'd rather be a month late and start grading with them than start sending stuff over too early so
1: i will say this too like just something to watch out for is now that psa got bought out You have to suspect that the new owners, when this thing gets finished out, they're going to do something about the timing. I mean, granted, they probably aren't going to rush it all, like get tons of guys in there, but they're probably going to do something to help with the backlog a little bit. Because what did we say, like a million cards or something in backlog?
0: Yeah, and then, too, you got guys who you read the emails, too. By the way, anytime we respond to the email, that's our new thing. We're putting who responds to it at the bottom because I'm getting responses to our responses. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I didn't. I write love this. when
1: they say thanks, Jesse, and I'm yeah, just like, I, by you the way, are I respond welcome.
0: to any almost all those, and now Indy is responding to him as well. Um, but guys, like you know, I found this stuff in my closet. I've got these ten cars. I want to get them graded. I'm just gonna say this. I, I think it's a good move to grade. It is going to take months months and months and months at PSA or BGS. They are both unbelievably backed up. So if you want anything back quick, you are just wasting your time. I, I think it's worth it, but you have to be super patient with it. So HGA right now, I don't know. Let's like wait and see what the market determines. The other question it was in the mailbag segment. we don't have time this week, but I do want to get to it. When do I sell? It seems like everything's going up in price. If you are financially just totally set and you don't ever need to make any money off this, I wouldn't sell anything right now, except for new stuff. When new guys pop, I would sell them. Uh, all the guys we talked about, vintage guys especially, uh, even the '90s basketball guys we talked about last week on the show. If you don't need the money to like keep investing and keep flipping, I wouldn't sell any of it. I would just keep buying stuff up right now. However, if you have like the mindset of, hey, I've got ten grand to play with, I've got nine invested in cards, a little bit of spending money, I want to kind of keep the ball rolling. If you're making twenty to forty percent profit on a lot of this stuff, which a lot of it you are, Emmett Smith, Barry, Duncan, Garnett, all these dudes, Kobe stuff's insane again. I, at some point i say you take your win sell your stuff make a bunch of money and just kind of keep it and then don't do the thing where you look back and say hey kobe's now worth this much because i guarantee if you sold a kobe for a thousand you probably put that money back into something else you made money on like maybe you put it back into baseball like we said last week baseball's starting to ramp up i don't sit around and worry about hey is that kobe going to be worth two grand i'm just going to take the 1700 and invest it in something else that's going to turn over a profit i think if you kind of keep the profit turning like that you know, unless you're in a spot where you just don't ever need to sell anything. If that's the case, then don't. Um, again, except for new stuff. But most people are like, hey, I need to sell something to buy something else. See what you're way up on. You know, Tim Duncan, I sold my last Top's Chrome this week for $4,000. I bought those things for 1400 bucks a month ago. That's the last one I had. Like at some point, I'm taking the win there and just gonna invest it elsewhere. So I don't think there's anything wrong. I would rather sell a little bit early than be caught holding the bag on some of the stuff it's never going to really happen with this vintage, but with the new stuff, if you have if you've made twenty percent or more, take your win and move on, and just don't look back. That's the only thing I would tell people. So many people get so tied up in looking back. Oh, I could have made more. You could always, I mean, whatever. There's always going to be those chances. Just keep making your money and just keep keep rolling with it. I think. Um, and then the other thing that I want to address real quick. I actually got to be on What's WEI, going on?
1: We have there's so much extra going We're on. Done. We're done. We didn't Just talk about any. WEI, of this. <laughs> I got to be on my
0: radio station in Boston. I grew up listening to Steve Peralt, Nice dude. Reached out to me. Actually had fun on the show. Baseball. I'm telling you right now is starting to pick up. It already has been. You're starting to see that across the board, even with wax. So if you have money laying around the card game, I would say start getting active with prospects and rookies that are going to come up and play spring ball because they're starting to release some spring training information. And guys who are going to be on big league rosters. There's definitely money there. Uh, Ringer Discord-ish.
2: Yeah,
0: we got to find a that? New name. This, I hate it. Ringer Discord-ish. I don't even know who Simmons was talking about. He was talking to somebody yesterday. I think a show came out. You're supposed to know this and you don't because I didn't tell you to look it up. It's my fault. He had <laughs> a what WTF team. Like what team in the NBA is like weird? The Pelicans. He's absolutely right. Zion has had some games recently where he has just gone nuts. Um, again, I think you have this stigma with new stuff where people still don't know what to make of Zion. I mean, they know he's good, he's a phenom, but his stuff came in so high, such a heavy population. I do wonder if guys are going to still, you know, ramp up. Uh, to me, the only thing that really makes Zion stuff bump incredibly is a playoff appearance and a playoff run, which is not out of the realm. So I was out on Zion. I still kind of am. Like, if you can get top dollar right now, I don't mind selling him. I have two, the only two cards I, I, I stayed with. I have two BGS Prism Silver True Gems. They're doing like 2500 to 2800 each right now. If those jumped over 3 grand again, I would dump them. But if right now I have nothing in those cards. I graded most of that myself last year when he was injured. I, I'm on the fence though. So I'm almost intrigued enough to like start buying Zion stuff again just because that team is weird. They'll lose to the worst team in the league, then they'll come out and he'll miss one shot, put up 30 and they'll play great. So, I don't know. I'd like to see him win consistently. Maybe they can sneak in. I think that'd be kind of fun. But if that's going to happen or not, I, I really don't know. Kind of like what Simmons was saying. You don't know what you're going to get any given night. So, I don't know. I'm not going crazy with Zion just yet. There you go. All right. There's the Last thing of the week. I like Discord. to end people. Like, oh, what is, he always brags every week. Yeah, This is the bragging segment. I just do it so you have transparency with what I'm spending my money on. We talked about almost all three of these things. I got a Kobe. 1996 Topps Rookie. The PSA 10s were 1000 bucks a month ago. I sold my PSA 10 last, or PSA 9s, excuse me, were 1000 bucks. That was one of our straight cash homing cards. I sold mine yesterday, actually, for $1,700. I'm out. Which, actually, I'll address that, too, when to sell things real quick. I picked up the Kareem, like I said, PSA 5 Rookie. Cost me $3,900. I think that's a steal. And the Gretzky Opeachy, not tops, PSA 7, cost me 84.50. dollars I think that's a good buy, too. I think Gretzky stuff's going to stay strong. So that's it. Sorry, went thirty seconds over. I hate oh. snow and I hate V neck shirts. <laughs> Two things that never need to happen again in my life. You can that all see that one chest
1: here you've got. I know, and I thought it was my fault.
0: <laughs> all right, that's it. We'll see you guys Friday later. See ya.